Episode 19, The Pros and Cons of Channeling. I'm Ruth Elizabeth Hancock and welcome to Work Your Energy, which is a show all about how we can thrive in this energetic universe that we live in. And I specialize in looking at the science behind the spiritual because this is something that helped me to connect to the deep truth of our universe and indeed the deep truth of myself. This week I'm going to look at the pros and cons of channeling because I'm often being asked about it, so I thought I'd put together an episode. And we're going to look at what is channeling, the origins or history of channeling, famous channelers, and also the science behind channeling. And then I'm going to end with talking about my own experiences of channeling, which is something I've been doing for the past three years. More specifically, I talk about channeling in my new Amazon best-selling book, which has just released, and it's called Work Your Energy, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Raising Your Vibration, tapping into higher consciousness and achieving more happiness, wealth and success. It's out now on Amazon and I'll put the link in the notes for you. So I have found channeling to be absolutely life-changing, but recently I've been meeting more people who are scared of it, which is why I felt called to record this episode. So first we're going to take a look at what is channeling. And I think channeling is one of those widely misunderstood terms But actually, channeling, I believe, is something that we are continuously doing, whether we're aware of it or not, and is simply us connecting to energy outside of our five physical senses, and essentially to the energy field around us. It has been written about and recorded in history multiple times, and can be traced back all the way to the Delphi oracles in Greece and also comes up in religious texts such as Hinduism, Buddhism, Taoism. Around 7th century BC, people used to go to the temple and consult the oracle who were females who went into a trance state with the use of substances who would channel information. This practice stopped around the 4th century but comes up in many of the ancient or religious texts as well, showing that it's something that humanity has been doing for a very long time. So what exactly is channeling? Well, it's channeling information or energy from outside of oneself. So it's connecting either to our higher self, our multidimensional self, or maybe even other entities or beings outside of ourself. But when we consider that energetically we are all connected, this could easily just be deeper parts of ourself. However, it is an area that's being researched more and more, and that's essentially to do with channeling energy, which of course is the field of energy healing, energy psychology, energy medicine, where we are seeing around the world that tens of thousands of people are being healed from life-threatening diseases. And although we don't fully understand exactly how this works, there are so many people researching it now, 
and we find new information all the time. But today, I'll run through a little bit of science, essentially because I want to help people understand how normal it is and how it's been a part of our humanity for thousands and thousands of years and how it's an innate ability that we all possess and all have and it's something that we can all use to benefit our lives. According to Helene Wabe, who's the author of The Science of Channeling, she describes channeling in her book to be, channeling is the process of revealing information and energy not limited by our conventional notions of space and time that can appear receptive or expressive. She is also the director of the Institute of Noetic Sciences and herself and her colleagues have been studying individuals who are channeling using EEGs attached to their heads, their brains, so they can understand more about the electrical charges and the, the brain waves that are being used when people are channeling. For example, Daryl Anker, who channels Bashar. When studies were carried out on his brain, they noticed that he was using the gamma brainwaves, or he was in the gamma brainwave state, which, as I talk about in my book, is the miracle state that allows humans to exhibit many superpowers, such as fast learning, self-healing, and other enhanced brain capacities. These different brain waves allow us to experience altered states of being, and this in my opinion is how it works, because the Delphi oracles were also experiencing altered states of being as well. Although they often use substances to get to that altered state of being, I can see from my own experience and my own learning and research around it that we don't need to use substances to get to that altered state of being anymore. But what we do need to do is practice because it involves us working with our brain, working with our inner world to be able to help us to access these altered states. So for example, the more we meditate, the more we are deepening and going deeper into our own brainwaves as we move from the alpha, which is the more creative brainwave, then into the theta state, which is where we start to experience healing. And then, of course, that then goes down into the delta, which is the brainwave of sleep. But the gamma brainwave is very high and actually is higher than beta brainwaves and take us into the gamma, lambda, which is where we can start to access our super abilities, such as super learning, super memorizing. So I often feel that when I am channeling, or when one is channeling, that I'm actually syncing up with brainwave states or frequencies outside of my, my own mind, which I'm able to connect with because I am at that same frequency myself. So I sort of see ourselves as a magnet attracting the different frequencies that we are experiencing in our own bodies to us from outside of us. And I talk about this in great detail in my book because I have this motto that I'm always saying, which is all frequency starts with us. So when we change our internal frequency and when we start to raise our own vibration, we start to then channel in a much higher vibrational energy. 
which is also called higher consciousness and is hugely beneficial to us because it, it raises our own vibration, it upgrades our own bodies and gets us into that higher state of consciousness whereby our bodies are then able to do amazing things, not least heal itself. So as I mentioned in the quote earlier, channeling is the process of revealing information and energy. And that is the two aspects of this. So when I am channeling, I am channeling because I want to receive information. And I have noticed most of the time that this is not information that exists outside of our collective consciousness, but it is information that I don't know at that time. And then when I go and explore and study what I've just understood from my channeling sessions, I often find that actually it does exist. And the best example I can give for this is when I was doing channeling sessions and I started to download very interesting information about the nature of our reality, the nature of our universe, how the universe works, the place of humanity in the universe, things like this which was very interesting to me because I had never heard this information before. But then when I started to explore it, I found out and later discovered that all this information is in Dolores Cannon's books and I had never read her books. So I can now see that what I was channeling there was information that was already in our collective consciousness. So I think it's probably much harder to access completely new information. It tends to be current information that's already in our collective field of energy. But I don't think that this matters because we are able to access different bits of information from the collective consciousness, from the energy field that we exist in, which I would not have been aware of if I hadn't used channeling to do this. As increasingly more studies are showing, we are a telepathic species. Because of my research into quantum physics, consciousness and the morphic field, I can see that we live in an energy field that's filled with thought, memories and consciousness, which we are quantum entangling with all the time. Consequently, we are not only entangling with thoughts and emotions of others, known as our collective consciousness, but we are also able to entangle with the thoughts and consciousness of people living in other planets too. In our galaxy alone, there could be as many as 300 million habitable planets, with 6 billion Earth-like planets in our Milky Way alone. That's a lot of telepathic voices we could be able to connect with and entangle with if we put our minds to it. And it's my belief that the sooner we accept that this is something that we are able to do, the sooner we can leave the fear behind and start researching it more and start using it to benefit us as a species and as an individual. So channeling, ESP, mediumship, psychic abilities, paranormal, all of these things, they're all areas which are off limits to so many people. And yet, I believe, and many thousands, probably millions of others do as well, that this, these are fundamental parts of us. They are a fundamental part of what and who humans are. We are so much more than, than flesh and bone. But mainstream science still insists that we are flesh and bone. They believe that the brain creates consciousness and is a generator of information. 
But as I said, there are increasingly more researchers and research being carried out to show that our brains are receivers of information, not generators. And we've never known where we keep our memories because it's looking very likely that we don't keep them in our brain. We actually pull them from the energy field around us. Now, this takes us into the morphic field. And when you consider that the brain has its own cloud storage system, which you could call the mind, in fact, it makes a lot more sense. Our bodies are not designed to hold information. And why should they be holding information when we can just pull it down from the energy field that we live in? And of course, this energy field is the field of paranormal, and I suspect revolves around electromagnetic energy in some way. And our physical body is a vessel for the spiritual aspects of our world or the invisible aspects of our world. We already know from quantum physics that our body is not physical. It is made from atoms which are 99.999999% energy and are not physical at all. And as atoms make up everything in this world, it means that this physical reality that we see around us is not physical. I think that this gives a lot more credence to the fact that we are vessels that are downloading or channeling energy, information, consciousness into our brains and then we then translate that into the physical reality that we see around us. Which is why I believe that we are channeling all the time and it's not so much whether or not channeling is true, it's more about discernment and what we are channeling and how we are channeling and how we can use it to create a better life for ourselves. So let's move on to my personal experiences. Well, my experiences with channeling or deep meditation as I often call it have been absolutely incredible but I do appreciate that there is a lot of fear around this topic so I'm going to do a full review of the pros and cons based on my experiences and understanding. So number one, so I channeled yesterday for an hour for the first time in around two weeks and that was because I was busy working on my book launch and uh, launching my book and doing all the things around that which launched last week and I wasn't able to do any deep meditation or channeling for a couple of weeks and I started to notice that I started to feel down and negative and a bit depressed and pulled down again by this physical world that we live in. I started to notice that people were triggering me around me. My husband was starting to annoy me more. So I knew it was time for me to do a deep meditation and channeling and I did. And as I settled down and started to listening, listen to the solveggio frequencies to help me to get into that state, it's much easier to do this rather than just sitting in silence and trying to stop those inner critic voices in your mind or those you know those negative voices in your mind from telling you a whole load of stuff it's much easier to have that use the Silvegio frequencies which helps you to connect to that level of frequency and I use the 936 hertz frequency which is the crown chakra frequency which allows us to connect to the cosmos to the universe around us and I listen to this you know and I start to just get myself more and more in the in the the frame of mind that's needed and then when I feel more relaxed and more calm and I start to feel and hear the nice voices coming into my head, not the, you know, the low vibrational ones, then I know that I've connected to higher consciousness 
and I'm now in the right frame of mind to be able to connect to helpful information or benevolent information, if you like. So in order to make it the most helpful for us, we do need to be connecting with higher consciousness, not lower consciousness. So you need to be listening to music long enough to be able to get yourself into that happier mental state. And in, and in fact, when you then come out of it, when you've come out of the channeling session afterwards at the end, you feel much more refreshed, much happier and much more relaxed. And I always feel much more able to cope with the high demands of our stressful world. Secondly, I would say that during COVID, channeling saved my mental health, my marriage and my children's childhood. And without it, I think that we would have joined the growing number of divorces and broken households in the world, not to mention the growing mental health concerns for children. In fact, I learned a lot about being independent, solving my own problems and keeping my mental health in check from channeling. Like most, I'm an empath type and easily absorb the negative energies around me, of which the world is full of them. But what I'm discovering from my channeling sessions is that most of these negative energies come from our planet, not lower dimensions. It's us humans who have caused this low vibrational world, not negative entities and spirits, which I know is what many people think. I'm not saying that negative entities aren't real or that we aren't able to channel from lower dimensions. But what I do always get is that the biggest problems in our world now are from humans and are human driven. And I think that this is important information that we should all bear in mind at this moment. We are the ones creating the fear. We are the ones creating the chaos. We are the ones creating all the problems that we have in our world. We are the ones creating mental health problems in our world. It's all driven by us and the various different socially accepted areas of our world. And I think the sooner we start to question, the sooner we step out of fear, and the sooner we start to truly step into our own power and our own sovereign self, the better, the faster the world will change. And number three, it keeps my physical health in check as well, and is definitely anti-aging. All the aches and pains in my body have all gone, and I regularly channel in healing energy to my family too. My husband has literally gone from being a total skeptic and cynic to a believer, who not only lets me heal him now, but he's also told my skeptic son to let me heal him too. If you want to learn more about this, then you can listen to my podcast episode, What is Higher Consciousness? Part 2 where I talk about how I use it in my family and in my life. I'll add the link in the notes for that. Number four, it has really opened up my energy channels and psychic abilities, and I finally feel I can be myself again. In fact, this is one of the main reasons why I even started down this journey. I wanted to be myself and not feel that I had to keep myself hidden just because other people got triggered by it couldn't handle it, or felt that I was pretending to be something I wasn't. For me, it's not a charade, a mistruth, or a marketing ploy. 
It's only ever been about having the freedom to be my true self in public. I got fed up of hiding and just wanted to be able to call a spade a spade. This is who I am, take it or leave it, because I never started any of this so I could create a USP for my business or pain points for my marketing copy. I just have to be myself. And actually, it breaks my heart that it's taken me my entire life to do this. I think one of the most heartbreaking things in our planet is the fact that mainstream science, education and society doesn't allow us to be our true selves. And most of us have had to hide our true selves and capabilities and live an ordinary, boring and controlled life. And they wonder why we have so many mental health problems in this world. Okay, so now we're going to look at the disadvantages. And I think these can be categorized into two main areas. And that is that first of all, we need to be aware of who or what we are channeling. So we need to develop great discernment, which I think is a good trait to have in this physical world as well. We should always be discerning about what people are telling us and about what we want to believe is true for us in this world that we live in. And the second area is that we always need to clear our energy after a channeling session. And in fact, I think we should clear our energy every single day because I do think that there are many people who are channeling without even know knowing that they're channeling. And because, in my opinion, we can channel in from different realms or different dimensions, and I don't believe that when we die, we actually die. I do believe that our consciousness is still around, still is accessible in some way. But I also can see that it's not so easily accessible. These other dimensions and realms, it is hard for us to connect with them and actually download absolute information. And I'm sure that there are many reasons why we can't do that. Not least the veil that sits over our 3D world. It is true that when I first started writing my book, I really felt like I was channeling it. When I read back what I had written on the page in front of me, I couldn't understand how I could know that information, how I could know that knowledge, because it dipped into areas such as quantum physics, the field of consciousness, particle physics, string theory, and all sorts. And it actually took me around six months of rereading it again and again before I could even start to process what I had written. As I explored this, I started to understand more and more the concept of channeling, where we feel like we're accessing information that we don't that we're not consciously aware of. And then when I went out and explored this information, I discovered that it was true. It was the case, and I've certainly heard of many people doing this that they receive inspiration maybe in their dreams or they have inspired moments during the day where an idea or something pops into their head, they then go and explore it or research it and discover that it's true. And I think this is probably how my book came around. So in a sense, you could say that I downloaded my book. But for me, downloading is what we are doing and channeling is the method that we are using in order to download this information. So I use the term channeling broadly, A, because it's still being it's still a massively researched area so that we don't know exactly what it is and b because it allows me to talk about it in a more general way 
because I'm essentially talking about downloading and channeling information from the energy field wherever that information comes from. So this information most likely comes from the collective consciousness of our planet. But what if it also comes from the collective consciousness of other planets? So I certainly got very obsessive when I was writing my book. And although I do have an obsessive personality anyway, I definitely felt more obsessive around writing this book. And it was the only thing I wanted to do. And this, I think, led me, and, and of, of course subsequent channelings as I've moved forward, this has led me to the understanding that there are possibly some obsessive spirits or entities or beings that really want to be heard. They really have a message to share or information that they want to pass on and they really need people to hear it. So sometimes I think we can get connected to a spirit or an entity or a being or a consciousness if that's how you want to review it because that's how I see it is consciousness, it's all consciousness and we can then end up becoming a little bit obsessive ourselves because this consciousness needs to be heard in our world and of course the information that they're providing can be very helpful but it can also be unhelpful to us and I think this is something that I learned uh, a couple of months ago when I was doing a deep meditation and I was clearing out my different chakras, the energy centers in my body, the main chakras. And when I got to the crown chakra, I noticed that it was, it was quite black. There was quite a lot of black energy around it. And I asked what this was and I heard the information of that I'd been doing too much channeling. And I need to remember to clear out my chakras, clear out my crown chakra after I finished my session. So this is something now that I am doing a lot more regularly and should have done it before as well. Of course, I do do an energy cleanse every day, but I hadn't done a specific focused one on each chakra like this for a while. So that was a good, that was a, a bit of a wake up call to me and that I need to always make sure that I'm protecting my energy, protecting my own space, and making sure that others' energy is not encroaching into my energy field. And when we do this, we keep ourselves in a much more healthy state, mentally healthy as well as physically healthy, because at the end of the day, we just need to be 100% ourselves. We need to always make sure that we have our own energy in our body and not others' energy in our body as well. And of course, energy carries consciousness. Consciousness is frequency. Frequency is information. So having other people's energy in our body can essentially be translated as information in our body. And that is how I believe we pick up the thoughts and feelings or thoughts of other people around us. We are downloading their thoughts from their energy field into our energy field through quantum entanglement and we are then morphing into someone else and this is how energy pendulums work. We are then morphing into the energy pendulum of someone else around us. So clearing out our energy, our energy body every day can really help us to maintain a strong sense of self a strong sense of mental and physical health and allow us to thrive in this physical world that we live in 
which is you know, just filled with all sorts of low vibrational energies, low vibrational entities, whether that's human or channeling in from a different dimension. I don't think that that's hugely important. I think the reality is, is that 99 or more than 99% of our world we cannot see and we are surrounded by energy all around us all the time and we don't know what that energy is. We can't see it but we can feel it. So clearing any energy that isn't ours out of our energy space, our energy field, I think is something which is very important and very beneficial for all of us. At the end of the day though, there's nothing to be scared of. It's something that we've been doing for centuries and centuries. It is a fundamental part of who we are. And I think the sooner we wake up to it and accept it as a natural part of being a human, I think the sooner we'll be able to embrace it and use it beneficially in our world instead of being scared of it and not understanding how it works. We're all able to channel energy. Energy carries information. So it is something that we're always doing. And there are so many benefits to this way of living and being. When you're channeling energy, you're channeling in creativity, ideas, inspiration, knowledge, wisdom, all sorts of things. And of course, healing, which is massively beneficial to us as a species and to all of our loved ones. I'm not anti-medicine, but I do think that we are going down a track that is not particularly beneficial to us as a species at the moment. And that is the field of pharmaceutical drugs, which are the third biggest killer in the US and Europe in our world. So third after heart disease and cancer. So prescription drugs kill so many people every year. And when you look at the side effects of each drugs and then you look at the effectiveness of each drugs, I'm not totally convinced that each of these drugs is as effective as we are being told. And certainly in a study in the Journal of Scientific Exploration, they looked at the effects of ESP on health, vas vascular health, and compared this to the effects of taking an aspirin for vascular health. And the effects of ESP were significantly larger than the beneficial effects of taking an aspirin. And I think that this internal world of ours, our world of energy and the world of energy work, energy healing, energy psychology, energy medicine, our internal world, which is essentially the area of meditation, I think has been massively overlooked. And the fact that so many people are not able to explore this and research this because it's not considered mainstream, I think is massively disadvantageous to us in our world at the moment. There are increasingly more studies showing that our bodies are able to heal themselves. Our subconscious mind is so powerful and it can make us sick and heal us in equal measure. And because we can heal ourselves through altered states of being, altered brainwave states, it means that we're really missing a trick here. So I think moving away from this fear and misunderstanding, misinformation of what channeling is and what channeling energy or channeling information is, I think will really help us to wake up and start to improve our health, start to improve our mental health, 
allow us to access deeper wisdom and deeper knowledge that is already in our collective consciousness around us and therefore already part of us. It's allowing us to access deeper parts of our own mind and allowing us to access this superconscious part of our mind known as the higher mind, which is connected to the larger aspect of us, our multidimensional self, to our own consciousness or the consciousness of the energy field around us. It allows us to connect to an entire universe, which I believe is talking to us all the time. And when we start to hear it, when we start to listen, when we start to understand it, then I think that we will make massive, massive leaps and shifts within our species and within humanity itself. So please reach out. You can contact me on hello at ruthelizabethhancock.com and that's with Elizabeth spelt with an S, not a Z. Or you can reach out to me on social media and I'm on Facebook and Instagram on at work your energy podcast and I'm on Twitter on at work your energy okay so I look forward to hearing from you so just a couple of announcements first of all my book is out as I mentioned at the beginning secondly I'm launching my first group program which is a program around money and this is an area that I've been working in, researching and helping people in for a very long time. And actually, I've been working on my own money mindset for the past five years. So it's an area I've built up a huge amount of knowledge within. And it's also an area that I'm continuously looking at my money mindset and working on this way, as indeed we all have to. So I felt it made a lot more sense for us all to work on our money mindset and our wealth consciousness together. Hence, I have opened a, a lifetime access group coaching program and um, it is currently being sold at half price for $249.50. I urge you to join now because in six months time when I launch it again, the price will double and that's to reflect the fact that this price is a founder's fee price. So again, I'll put the link in the notes so you can see more information about that. Or you can catch up with me on Instagram where I share everything that I'm selling, doing, talking about on there. And that's at Work Your Energy Podcast. Okay, so thanks for listening. I hope it's been helpful to you today. And um, like I said, reach out if you want to ask any questions. Otherwise, have a great week and I'll catch up with you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.